Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Joshua, chapter 24, verse 14. Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. You know, this is a, uh, uh, it, it's really, uh, the, the, the scripture kind of pops out at us when you read this. Um, just going through the, this chapter and, and reading everything in context, context, one of the things that you really find out is Joshua is pushing people to a place where they have to choose. He wants, and he, what he's looking for from them is a declaration of who it is that they're serving. One of the things that is significant about this, when Joshua does this, he tells them, he says, listen, you have choices. You can serve the gods who are on the other side of the floods, the, uh, the, the, on the other side of the Euphrates, the, the gods of, of uh, the, the people in, in the area we would call Persia, or you can even serve the gods of the Amorites or the gods of the Egyptians, uh, uh, the, the, the place where you live, you can serve those gods. But as for me and my house... We will serve the Lord. One of the things that I think Joshua realizes here is that he's not able to make the decision for the nation. And, and we've seen throughout uh, the, the story of the children of Israel and their wanderings and how, how easily it was that they were able to, to chase after false gods and, and follow these things. When, uh, when Moses had went up on the mountain to receive the law, he was gone for a while and they thought Moses was dead, right? So what do they do? Why is that? Well, they're like, well, you know what? We need to make us a god. So in Moses, he hears this commotion down in the camp and he comes down and they're worshiping this golden calf, that this image that they had created. They knew it wasn't a god. It was just something that they had made to worship. It was so easy for him to get sidetracked and distracted and, and start following after those things. So here is Joshua and he understands this, that I can't make a nation follow God, but I can... Follow him myself. I can make the choice for me and my house. One of the things that, that I really believe that we need as a church today are people to make a choice. It is, it is. In the world that we live in, it's so easy for us to just 
kind of keep our hands in a lot of different things. Uh, straddle the fence, you, you've heard the, the old saying. We, 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 we tend to like to go over here and be this and go over here and be this, but there comes a point when we really got to kind of choose. But it is in, I'm telling you, it is so easy for us to kind of commit to Christ. But the problem is, is that when hard times come, when things happen, or maybe when things go well, and, and, and you don't need, you don't need Jesus, you don't, then all of a sudden we find ourselves back in the same routines when what we really need is to make a choice, to make a commitment. James, he, he, uh, he writes a little bit on the subject. In the first chapter, he says this. He says, uh, first chapter, verse 8, he says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. As a kid growing up, my mom quoted that a lot to me. <laughs> I remember hear, hearing her say that a lot. You know, talking about people who can't make their mind up, who, who say, will say one thing and, and do another. And, and, you know, you'll be around people and they say, well, I'll never do that. And then it isn't long you see it. And, and I always tell my kids, I said, never is a long time to not do something. You know, when, when you say never, you're making a, a lifetime commitment to something. But James, he, he's talking about a double-minded, he makes this statement here. He says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Someone who, who doesn't make up their mind, they're, they're double-minded in that they're drawn to this, and, and this, is, this is what they want to do. But yet over here, they, they want something totally different. And they have inside of them this conflict that, that's going on. Well, I want this, but I want this also. I want this, but I really would like to have this. And sometimes you can't have it all. And we end up with a conflict inside of us because you can't have it all. Now, our culture tells us you can't have it all. You absolutely should have everything, but the truth is you can't. A lot of times we make choices in life. And people, you know, when we talk about making choices, it's, it's oftentimes maybe, maybe not so much that we're making a choice between something good and something bad. Sometimes the things that, that we're tempted with aren't bad things. But they're not what we really need. They're not what really belongs in our life. And there's something... There is something that, that happens to us when we make a choice. When we make a choice for Christ and that commitment, it changes our direction. As James said, a, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, but he goes on in chapter 4. Verse 7, he said, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, that's, that's pretty good stuff right there, right? Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But in verse 8, he says, Draw nigh to God 
and he will draw nigh unto you. He ends, listen, he ends that verse by saying, Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So the specific group that he's targeting with these statements are those who can't quite make the decision of whether I'm in or I'm out, whether I, I'm a Christian or I'm not, whether I want the things of God or I want the things of the world. I'm not quite sure which group I belong in. I, I want to kind of keep my hand in both pots and have all of everything. But the problem is, is you can't do it. It just doesn't work. So the, the, this section of Scripture, starting out says, Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The second part here, draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you. So all these things are leading us to, listen, when you pursue God, when you, when you seek after God, when you follow God, when you resist the devil, when you draw nigh unto God, he is going to draw nigh unto you. In other words, nigh, the word, it means near. If you'll draw near to God, he's going to draw near to you. Every one of these things is a choice that we have to make. A commitment that we have to make. If you want, listen, if you want to have a close relationship with Jesus, get close to Jesus. And He will get close to you. How about that? How about that for a choice? You want to, because I'll tell you, I, I, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I, I've never made that claim. If you've heard me preach very often, you know. And, and I'll be honest with you, there are times in my life where I struggle with this very thing. Because I want it all. Right? I want the things of God, but I want to do my own thing. You know, we, we talk about it, and, and we, we, we oftentimes we compare it, and we say, you know, the things of God versus the things of the world. I, I, I'm going to bring it home to you a little closer because it's not the things of the world that bothers me. It's the things of Aaron. You, you get what I'm saying when I say that, right? It's not, it's not just all these things out in the world. It's just the things I want. I want my own way. I can either have it God's way or I can have it my way. And there's where the choice is. Aaron, who is it you really want to serve? Who is it that you want to pursue? Who is it that, that, that you want to chase after? you want to chase God's will for your life or your will for your life? Do you want to pursue the things that God has for you or the things that you want for yourself? And so there's the choice that I have to make. That's what the real struggle, and, and there have been times in my life, there are, there are times in my life where I struggle between chasing after the things that God wants for me and the things that I want for myself. I want to be close to God, but I want this too. I want to feel God's Spirit at work in my life. I want to see Him move. I want to see uh, me be an effective uh, minister. I want to see people getting saved through my ministry. I want to be able to touch lives. But boy, I want my stuff too. It's easy to find ourselves in a place where we're double-minded. 
That, that's what it means to be double-minded. Is you want, yeah, I want the things of God, but I want my own stuff too. And what ends up happening is, is we end up not being good at either one of them. We don't, it's the truth, we, we just, we fail at both. You're saying, are you, are you telling me that I just, I just need to give up the God thing and to chase, no, that's not what I'm saying, I'm saying you need to chase God. Draw nine to God and he will draw nine to you. Here, here's the thing, I, I, I want to, I want to lay this out to you because it just, as I'm talking, it just kind of struck me. Yeah, it, it happens sometimes. If I, if I draw nigh into the things that Aaron wants, there is no guarantee that I'm going to get close to attaining the things that I want. If I wanted to be a billionaire, right, we're, we're at that stage now that we talk billions instead of millions. I'm just saying, no one's impressed with millions anymore, are they? You tell someone you're a millionaire, it's like, oh, yeah, my neighbor just retired, he is too, you know? But a billionaire, I say I want to be a billionaire. If I chase being a billionaire, there's no guarantee I'm going to be a billionaire. But you know what? The scripture tells me that if I will draw nigh unto God, He will. If I draw near, I'm going to use the word near because nigh, maybe some of you guys don't understand nigh. We don't use that word a lot. But if I will draw near to God, I have a guarantee that He will draw near to me. I can't have, listen to this, I can't have all the things that I want in the world, but I can have all of God that I want. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? Now you think about the context of that, what he's saying is if, if you had everything in the world, not just you know, a house, not just money, but if you had it all, if you were the king of the whole world and everything belonged to you and you were in charge of everything, he's like, what profit would there be if you had all that and you lost your soul? But here we sit this morning and there is no guarantee that we can even have a small bit of it. There are men who have chased and chased and chased and ended up with nothing. But we have a guarantee here in the scripture that tells us if we will pursue God, if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us. You can have all of Him that you want if you will pursue Him. You just got to make a choice. He's already pursuing you. But if you'll draw nigh to Him, if you'll draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. You and I get to make choices. You and I get to make choices. We get to choose. And oftentimes the choice is between the things of God and the things of, in my case, the things of Aaron. Or the things of you. The things of us. The things of me. That's the choice that we make. 
There is a scripture in Proverbs, I just want to throw this in here because I think it really illustrates um, this point. Proverbs 16.25, it says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You're like, wow, you really dropped a bomb on us there, didn't you? A little bit, but I just wanted to throw that because... I want to illustrate that there's a way that seems right to us. There's a way in our own mind that seem, it seems like it's the right thing. We make choices that, that seem like, you know, they're not, we're not pursuing God. But, it, man, it seems like the thing to do. It's the thing we really want. It's the thing that we really desire. It's the thing that we really like. But it's not the thing we need. It's just the thing that seems like it. This morning, I think we need to make a choice. As individuals, sitting here this morning, I think every one of us need to make a choice. There are a lot of things that we can serve. There are a lot of things that can be our master. There are a lot of things that we can pursue in our lives. There, there, there is a, it, it's so easy for us to be double-minded. Whereas as the church is described in Revelations, lukewarm. Not hot, not cold, but somewhere in the middle. And there is always a, a temptation. A, you know, it, it, it's so easy to be lukewarm. Because all you have to do is just be there. It just lukewarm. You've just taken on the temperature of the environment you're in. But to be either hot or cold, it takes work. To be cold, you have to take the energy out of it. For water, for instance, you have to take energy. You have to put it in the freezer. We don't have our freezer isn't a whole house. It's this very small little thing because you're sitting there and you're sucking out the heat out of that thing and making it cold. And to be hot, you you don't just you have to put it on the stove. You want something to boil, right? It don't get there by itself. You're putting energy into it. But lukewarm, you're just kind of there. I think we have a choice to make. What kind of person are we going to be? As Joshua said it, in verse 15, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day, whom ye will serve. Make a choice. Don't sit on the fence. Don't play around with it. Make a choice. Who are you going to serve? But in, as Joshua said those words, he, he followed it up by saying this, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I can't, I can't make choices for a country, a county, even a town. But I can make a choice for me and my house. I can make a choice if I'm going to pursue Him with my life. I can make a choice if I'm going to follow God with all my heart. And I can make a choice, listen, for my house. So how do you make a choice? You got you. Yeah, but 
my house, where I live, we serve the Lord. My kids, one day, will have to make the choice for them. But in my house, we're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to pray. We're going to read the Bible. I can make that choice. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.